You are listening to Kingdom Faith, where we talk about the Christian life, the good stuff, and the hard stuff. My name is Phil, and on this week's episode, I have Phil. What's up? <laughs> um, and just so that uh, you listeners know that um, Phil Fisher is going to be on more permanently. Um, so hopefully that's a good thing for you who are listening, and um, if not, sorry, but that's just what's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to be the Phil and Phil show brought to you by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So look, looking <laughs> looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, so this week's episode, we're going to talk about something that's truly important, though. Something kind of mm-hmm. serious. We might have a little bit of fun with it, but yeah. how to get the church back on track. And I think, you know, there's churches are in a lot of different places right now, especially because of COVID and in those circumstances, um, some churches aren't looking very good. A lot of churches have closed down. Um, yeah. A lot of churches are messed up right now. So, Phil, can you know what what do you think about the state of the church? Well, um, honestly, I think if you look at and I don't know the 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 global church as a whole, the universal church, but uh, you know, if you look at the before before you get you know started. This, these are Phil and Phil's opinions of the state of the church. Your church might be doing good. You know, you might you might be following the Holy Spirit, you know, the vision that God's had for you. But I know that there are churches out here that fall into the things that we're going to talk about uh, today. Absolutely. And if you are, praise the Lord for that. Keep doing it. Uh, keep, keep working to further His kingdom. Keep uh, working to lead souls to him and that's yeah. that's really what it's all about but Absolutely. i think if you look at america the culture that we have here kind of is a dead giveaway for the state of the church meaning their things run rampant sin uh <laughs> sin in general yeah same. you know how people choose to do things um how christians compromise with what the world says i preached on that a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and, and everybody's so willing to to bat or to to turn on a uh, turn a blind eye to what people are doing wrong they're not yeah. willing to call sin sin mm-hmm. i was having a conversation with the guy the other day he said i have my vices that's a pretty way to call yeah, it, it is. You know, that's a pretty way to 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 church up sin and make it sound acceptable mm-hmm. but we're we're doing it we're doing it we're letting people do whatever they want we're not praying for them we don't really care about uh them as long as it doesn't affect us yeah. um, but i would say that the state of the church as a whole ain't doing it so ain't, good. It's not doing so good. Um, you know, it's just not a what well, I you know, it's not a priority as much as it as much as maybe even three, four years ago. You mm-hmm. know, I think the state of the church has changed pretty drastically in just a couple of years. And and COVID might have had some something to do with it, but And it's been a good excuse too. Yeah. And I think that's where we're at now. <clears throat> um it's more it's more of an excuse not to to attend, and mm-hmm. and attendance has always been going down. It seems like I've done I've done a, you know a little bit of research, but you know you can speculate on, you know, is it actually true that type stuff? There are churches that are growing for sure, but um, as a whole, you know, attendance has dropped a bunch, and and people will say, you know, it's not about numbers, you know, it's about you know you know people you know, getting their life right and things like that. And you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. But where is your spiritual walk if you if you can't do the basic level of attending church? Yeah. That's and the, about the entry level. Like, the, is, like when you become a believer, yeah. like that's how you start to obey. You start mm-hmm. to go to church. You start to read your Bible. You start to pray, you know, some of these things. And people, well, you yeah. just don't see it. And people want to get out of order. Yeah. You know, they, they want to... They want to um, 
how to I, I can't remember who I was talking to, but they they want to do everything backwards. Let's mm-hmm. look at marriage as an example. They want to move in together. Yeah. They want to have sex first, and then you know if it works out three, four, five, ten years down the road, then they say, okay, I'm ready to get married because yeah. I know it's going to work. You they don't want to do it the other way. And same thing with with church members. They want, or if you want to call them members, they want to come in and and make church how how they envision it. Yeah. And how it, how you know they want to skew it to fit their narratives and fit what they think church is versus what God's word says church is and what it should be. Yeah, and and you know with with like what you said earlier and you and like you said you preached on it um, a few weeks back is compromise and I and and I wholeheartedly agree with with that as we've kind of just said you know <coughs> we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings so mm-hmm. we'll just either not talk about it. Yeah. Or will accept it, mm-hmm. and that's a horrible place to be as a church, you know. Because um, without confronting sin, and without you know, even confronting unfaithfulness, um, your church becomes pretty messy, um, and that's you know, it's not a good place to be for sure, um, you know. And I think a lot of churches, you know, some of the reasons why the church is where it is. Is because, you know, we've talked about it many times on this podcast is, you know, we're just not sharing the gospel. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't care to share the gospel anymore. Yeah. It's not, you know, we have this mindset that if, you know, we've we've been living long enough, the people that around me, they're going to know who Jesus is. They're going to know. I don't have to tell them about about the Bible. They know that stuff already. Right, they right. know that they're sinners. Um, well, that's just not the case because no. I've talked to many people who 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 will stand firm with the idea that they are not sinners, that they do nothing wrong. And I can even say that I'm a sinner because we're all sinners, but it doesn't matter because they wholeheartedly believe that there's nothing, you know, wrong with their with their state. And that's a worldly thing, you know. We're trying yep. to, trying to get you know that, but that's what the church is allowing to to happen. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of churches have also just, they've become stagnant in where they're at. Um, they're okay with where they're at. You know, they're okay with just going, you know, through the motions or, or whatever. And they, they, they lack a vision, a godly vision. Sure. Not what they want for their church, not what they you know, think they need for their church. That stuff's, you know, kind of obsolete when you're talking about a godly vision. Mm. And, and I believe that, you know, with a godly vision, you know, you start to, you start to pursue the kingdom of God a lot more than, than what you would if you don't have a godly vision in your church. Um, and, and you know, and we're going to talk about this a lot. We're not meeting together. Nope. You know, we're not. Um, and I got Hebrews uh, 10. And I think a lot of people know where I'm going with this. Um, a lot of people know this verse, but I always think it's a good idea to to read the verses we know, um, because I think a lot of times we forget them. Um, we, we might know them by heart, but I think a lot of times we end up just forgetting how important uh, that they actually are. And Hebrews 10, uh, starting in verse 24, it says, And let us consider how we may spur one another onto love and good deeds, not giving up meaning meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. Um, and I, like I said, I think we all know that verse. We all hear that verse. Mm-hmm. We all like, oh, you know, that's just the, the pastor trying to get us to, to be more faithful to right. come to church. Up. Yeah. Uh, 
and that's exactly what he's doing, um, probably, unless he's going through a study on on the book of Hebrews. But right. uh, he, uh, I'll tell you this, you know, with with saying that people pick and choose what Bible verses they like, mm-hmm. which ones fit their life at whatever season they're in their life, and they say, well, based on this, this is how I'm feeling, and they base everything on feeling and emotion, they and they run with it. Um, but there's an order to God's word is done decently. He does everything decently and he does everything with order. Mm-hmm. And people take coming to church or, or, you know, jumping ahead of themselves or not doing things in the correct order. They take it and they make it whatever they want to be because, and, um, and I, and I think Phil, this is the biggest reason what I'm about to say is the biggest reason why, uh, the church is off, off, off the tracks. Um, and it's in First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3, and it says, But I want you to know that the head of every man is Christ, the head of woman is man, mm. and the head of Christ is God. Yeah. And people, Christians, the church says, Well, I will let God or I will let Christ be leading me when it's convenient for yeah, me. absolutely. On Sunday morning, absolutely, he can do with me what he wants. Mm-hmm. But... On Sunday nights, I get it's my time. It's my family time. It's my it's time for my wife. It's time for my football. It's time for it's me time. Mm-hmm. And their order is out of whack. And I think the church is off off the tracks, as like you said, because of this. We don't have order. We don't have. Uh, we're we're not doing things the way God needs us to do them. And 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 I'm speaking specifically to the men. Mm-hmm. We Absolutely. are not being the godly leaders of our households. We're not being the godly leaders of the church. We're not being godly leaders of ourselves. We're not We're not uh, consulting God's word. When we hear the Holy Spirit, we suppress it and say, no, I'm going to do it my way. I mean, you look at, take take our church, for example. You look at Sunday mornings of, of the leadership that's mm-hmm. here. Pretty much everybody's here. Yeah. Sunday night, we start dwindling down a little bit. By the time Wednesday rolls around, it's you, me, Jimmy, and a handful of others. Mm-hmm. There, ain't, there ain't many men that want to come here yeah. because it's not important to them or their family pops up or work or whatever it is. But God's word says, as you read in Hebrews, that we should be here. It needs yeah. to be a priority. And when we're out of order, when we're putting our family yeah. before God, when we're putting our wives before God, when we're putting our work before God day after day, Sunday after Sunday, Wednesday after Wednesday, whatever it may be, how are we supposed to take the gospel to a, an outside world and say, hey, here's what God's word says you should do, yeah. even though I'm not doing it? And Jesus has a word for that, the big H word. <laughs> it's a it's hypocrite. Yeah. And how are we supposed to, to, to share the things that we learn in the church when we're not here, when we don't care to be here, mm-hmm. when the men don't care to lead their families in a godly manner? Yeah, it's difficult. It's almost impossible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I and absolutely, and and I think you know, the, the number one reason why the church is off track is because it's off track with Jesus. Jesus is not a priority. Mm-hmm. Jesus is, you know, third or fourth. Half time, he's not even second anymore. Yeah, you know, it's. You know, it's my kid's education. Mm-hmm. It's it's you know my kid my kid has baseball or <laughs> yeah. or whatever like that. Um, Jesus is 
fourth. He's fifth. He's he's when I have time. He's an afterthought. Yeah. He's a he's not a first choice. He's a last option. Yeah. And oh, when, that's that's all I got. You know. And when the church is okay with putting Jesus towards the back, can you even consider it a church anymore? It's a social club. It is. Yeah. And, and churches have become social clubs. They've become places where you have good production. You have good children programs you yeah. and i'm not saying there's any really anything wrong with that to a certain extent as long as you're doing it to glorify god yeah but the problem is we're not doing that um we're doing it to put on a show for the people in my community mm-hmm. whatever i can do to to make them feel good to to you know you know just to to build them up which we should build each other up but like we said we're talking about a worldly thing here and uh it's just, I, you know, you wonder, what does Jesus think about the church today? Um, yeah, he's probably, I mean, he's patient, thank God. Yeah, yeah, yeah amen to that. And he's long-suffering, and, he, and he, he's, all, he's all of these things. He's so, you know, he hadn't returned yet, so I know that we're still, mm-hmm. we're still doing. He's still waiting. Souls yeah. are still getting saved. You know, he's still Absolutely. doing his part. Mm-hmm. Just sometimes we don't we don't always do ours and we're okay with that and I mm. think that we ought not to be okay with and I think, stag- being I think, stagnant, you know. Yeah. And I think, you know, with with what you said about men is so key to, to churches. Um, you know, this is the a very unpopular opinion. You know, we talk about the, the good stuff on this podcast, but we talk about the hard stuff. Yeah. Sometimes the hard to to hear. And men aren't stepping up. No, and and, and that's that's a great point, you know. It's like uh I know quite a few women who yearn for that leadership in their life that that's who do I follow? Who do I turn to? Mm -hmm. Husband ain't the person for that. Yeah. You know, they're not the person, they're not the husband. God has called them to be. They're doing other things and they're not putting God first. So when your priorities are mixed up from go, i.e. not putting God first in your life, how do you expect your marriage to go well? Mm -hmm. How do you expect your, your kids Relate, you know, your relationship with your kids to go well. How do you expect the way you serve to go well? And how do you expect the church to do what the church is supposed to do? Because we are part of the church. Mm-hmm. If we're if our priorities are mixed up, and as you know, men, we have a lot of responsibilities. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but but the world tells us, and this is back to the compromise. We got the um, uh, what's it? The feminism, and you know, they can do whatever. You know, women, you are just as equal as men, and you can you can be. You don't need a man. You don't need this to to do. Uh, you know, everything. God's word says different. Mm-hmm. God's word says it goes God, Jesus, man, woman. The world says it goes any. Take God and Jesus out of it, mm-hmm. and just man and woman, equal. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not what God's word says, and we compromise as a whole saying well okay we'll 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 follow what the world says we'll 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 let this one go this is a battle that we don't want to fight instead yeah. of saying well no y'all are wrong god's word says this we don't we don't even we don't even uh reference god's word when mm-hmm. the spirit's saying hey say something we say nope not my place mm-hmm. god's saying well yeah it is because i'm here telling you to do it yeah and we we'd rather just we'd rather save face than ruffle feathers and it's not, I don't I don't mean to sound hard, it's not like we don't care about these people, I love these people that we're, that we're ruffling feathers against, but it's, man, we got to be more serious about what God's Word says, Yeah. more intentional about sharing it. And I think that's 
one way to get the church back on track is having more bold leaders, more bold, you know, I, I am going to share Christ. Yeah. I am going to share the gospel regardless of what the world says in oppression. Bring it on. Yeah. You know, slavery, whatever, you know, whatever it is, beatings, whatever, you go to the book of Acts, the early church, bring it on. Mm-hmm. You know, God's going to see us through and he's going to, he's going to bless us for it. Absolutely. And I don't think people are ready for that, but yeah, we're headed there. And, uh, yeah, you know, and with, you know, with all of what we've talked about, I think it can also be summed up in a way that, you know, we don't understand this. Um, we like the saying, we like, we like the way it sounds, um, but we have lost our love for, for people. And I'm not talking about just people like in your local church. I'm talking about people as a whole. Um, but we don't understand what that word love means. We've tainted it. We think love is acceptance. Um, and the Bible has right. never defined love that way. Um, we don't see love that way in the Bible. In fact, I think we see love more as truth than we see yeah. love anywhere else, um, which I think is key to how we love. You know, and and there, you know, there are there are certain things in the Bible that you know are going to be hard to talk about. Like when you're talking about the leader of the household, mm-hmm. the Bible is clear that that men should be the leaders of their household. Yeah. Um, Real quick, turn with me uh, to Ephesians six. Chapter four, just to clear up any any mud that that there might be, as far as roles go, just to maybe uh, ruffle feathers even more. But Ephesians six four says this: "And you fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord." Daddies, you got to teach your kids. It ain't mom's job. It ain't her whole her whole her whole job to teach them the Bible. It says here, dads, mm-hmm. you bring them up in the teaching, in the training, in the admonition of the Lord. You're the one that's supposed to be. But again, when priorities are out of whack, good luck. Yeah. Um, so you know that you know we talked about a lot of reasons why the church is off track and the church is struggling and um, struggling to. To just figure out, you know, what are they what are they supposed to do, mm-hmm. you know? Because they're I'm not saying like the whole church isn't bad or you right. Know, no, you know, you know there's just certain aspects that that we struggle with, and especially I would just say America. Find me a perfect church. Yeah, find me a perfect church. I challenge you know anybody to find me a perfect church that has nothing wrong with it, mm-hmm. uh, that can paint a pretty picture and that preaches the gospel Sunday morning, Sunday nights, Wednesday nights, mm-hmm. and that does that has no uh, interpersonal. Issues has no, you know, uh, yeah. conflicts internally. <laughs> I'd like to find that church, but you know what? We're human. It ain't gonna be that way until Christ returns. Mm-hmm. And we could we could end the podcast here, and then we, everybody listening would be left without any hope. And it's like, yeah, oh, right. Oh, geez. Well, we might as well just not even try that. Yeah. <laughs> just absolute devastation. I guess we can just pack it up and leave. Right. But that's not the way it is. No, and here's for for the listeners. Here's where you come in mm-hmm. because it's not just us two on this podcast that's going to get the church back on track it's mm-hmm. not just us two but what do you got for us um you know you know ways that that we get the church on on track and there's a lot of different ways but i think it does come down to obedience mm-hmm. and prayer yeah you got to be a praying church sure um and i think you know when i say praying all churches probably pray but do they actually pray? Mm. And and hopefully some most of the listeners understand what I mean when I say that, because 
we're pretty good at doing what we sometimes call in this church drive-through prayers. Yeah. Yeah. We'll say the same things over and again. We'll we'll say, you know, God, you know, help the the nation, help this, help my church. But we don't actually get down to the the nitty gritty of what my church, where I serve, my local body needs. Yeah. Um, and that's important because God wants us to tell Him. Or I'll say it like this, and we hate we we hate saying it like this. Confess our sins oh, as a church. Yeah, um, we hate we hate doing that. Yeah, um, we hate you know. Not only are we called as a individual believer to repent mm-hmm. and turn away from sin, but I believe the local body of a of of a church that has fallen away from where they're supposed to be at needs to repent and, and turn back to God. Um, yeah as well i mean jimmy just preached a great message last night you know mm-hmm. moses aaron and uh merit what was her name um drawing a blank anyway the the siblings yeah. they were getting upset with moses and uh the sister got leprosy for seven days and aaron came to moses and said you you got to talk to god and fix this and moses interceded for him and said hey lord we're we're, we're sorry can you get us back on track mm-hmm and then he did, you know, at least with Miriam. I think Miriam. 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 Yeah. Okay. Got her back, you know, seven days. Okay. But the whole the whole company paid the price. They had to wait. Mm-hmm. You know, same thing happens in the church today. You know, we might not be able to get over a hump because one or two people have sin that they're holding on to, that mm-hmm. they're not getting out. You yeah. know, that they that, that makes it difficult for the, the church to move on. Yeah, and, and I think what, you know... What you said is is key. One person sin, and this is important to know. One person sin in the bo- in the body affects the whole body. Mm-hmm. Um, if and and you know, there's <coughs> definitely passages that talk just like this. You know, if if one hand is broken, the whole yep. body's affected. If yep. one foot's broken, the whole body's uh, affected, and in, in a negative way. Mm-hmm. You know. So I think, you know, maybe you were listening here struggling with a sin. Maybe you're in a hub, you know, you're habitually sinning. You keep doing the same thing over and over again. And um, I'll I'll be hard here and say you are hurting your church. Um, Not only are you hurting your own relationship with God, you're hurting your church. Um, Because as we see through the Old Testament, um, one sin in the camp. Mm Mm-hmm. Affects all of them. It does, but God's word also says, "Confess to your brothers and sisters, bear each other's burdens, so that we can make it through it together." You're not alone. Absolutely. In what you're going mm-hmm. through, you choose to be sometimes. We choose to be sometimes, but it doesn't have to be. God's word tells us to talk about it with our brother and sister. But also, First John one nine says, "If we confess our sins, He's faithful and He's just to yeah. forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness." Yeah. But we got to make that choice. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think with what you said. You got to know that the church is important. Mm-hmm. You, same thing, and I consider it a sin anyway. So it could go with what I said earlier. Yeah. But um, <laughs> if if you're not being faithful to your local body, um, if you're not being faithful going to church mm-hmm. um, to worship, you're sinning, and you're also hurting the church. Yeah, you know. And, and we'll look at it and we'll say, you know, because we'll be upset about it. We'll say, well, we're only hurting it because I ain't giving my tithe, or right, or or some or some I'd even say, you know, who give who might give, but 
but yet don't go to the the body. That's a rare thing, but mm-hmm. there, what, I've we, seen it. Yeah. There's people who definitely yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you that you're still hurting the body? Yeah. Because what you said, we're there to, to hold each other up. We're there to rejoice with each other, to mourn with each other, mm-hmm. to, to worship together, and we've lost this communal worship. We'll say, well, I can worship on my boat. I can worship yeah, right. you, know, right. you know, with my family at home. Uh, you can, and you're called to do that, but you're also called to communally worship where you're at mm-hmm. to, to, with your fellow believers. Yeah, um, church don't stop. Absolutely. After uh, after service ends, mm-hmm. you know, we need to be doing stuff on our own. We need to be leading our families, leading our wives in the way ways of Christ. Not just what when we're here, not just put on a show, but also when we're out there. So. Really, my plea is let's get back on track. Let's mm-hmm. get back in order the way God intended us to be. Yeah. You know, the way that he calls it out in 1 Corinthians 11.3. Mm-hmm. Let's get back to, to being a church that's willing, to being a church that says, I'll go, to being a church that says, hey, God, if nobody else does it, send me. Mm-hmm. So we can be an effective tool for the kingdom of God. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, all the things, you know, like that and... You know, with the communal, with worshiping together, with rejoicing with each other, mourning with each other, with stirring each other up onto mm-hmm. love and good deeds, like what I read in, in Romans, why that's so important. Um, it's vital for your to grow mm-hmm. in your Christian walk. If if you're you know stagnant and and you don't know where to go, or you've been running the same cycle forever, and you're stuck, you're in a rut. Whatever it might be, um, I think you have to also look at what am I doing? Is Jesus a priority? Is church a priority um, in my life? And and if it's and if it's anything but yes, if you're being honest with yourself, right? Then then there's definitely room to <laughs> improve. Absolutely. And 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 I'll just say this too with with just a final with my final thoughts here. Um, you know, just not to keep dragging this out because I do think this is this is vital for America. Um, it's vital for anybody, but I think we see it more here in America, not only because we're from America, but right. um, we get upset when the message runs longer than 30 minutes. Hmm. We get upset when we sing the same song twice in a row. We get upset when children's church or nursery or youth isn't the best it isn't like the the church down the street yeah can i we're looking at church in all the wrong ways i agree it's not a priority all we care about is what i want Mm -hmm. what 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 does church offer what does this church offer well does it support mission we want the show we want the theatrics Mm -hmm. we want the feel good does your church support missions? Does it preach the gospel? Does it believe in these basic biblical principles? Is it preaching mm-hmm. out of the Bible, or is it books about what other you know other people wrote? Mm-hmm. That's what you need to look for when you're looking for a church and how you decide which one you go to. Not, oh, it it makes me feel good day in day out. Jimmy was just telling me his mentor, some older guy, said, uh, Jimmy, if I uh, if I go to a church and I'm not convicted. I don't go back. He's, been a, he's like an 80 year old man. He said, because I'm still a sinner and I still need to know. Mm-hmm. It's like, dang, yeah. that's a good point. 
Mm-hmm. You know, is every time you walk into the building that you go into, the pastor's preaching a happy-go-lucky message, and God loves you no matter what. God will accept you no matter what. Jesus died for all, which he did, but there's a way to him. Mm-hmm. There's a way to God. There's a way to heaven. Yeah. And I would say that if if Jesus is anything else but first in your life, I think it's time for the church to get on its knees and ask God to forgive. Mm-hmm. Um, and we might not like it, but we're talking about how to get the church back on track. Yeah. And you want to know how to get the church back on tra- track? Let's get on your knees, repent, and ask God to lead your church where it needs to go. Yeah. Any final thoughts, Phil? Really, let's get serious about it. Time's ticking. I'll be 29 this year. Time's ticking. Mm-hmm. Y'all are, y'all listening probably a little older than me. Yeah. <laughs> so it's time to get serious. You know, the, the 15 years that you've been a Christian, 20 years that you've been a Christian and haven't been serious about it, don't wait any longer. It's game time. There's souls out there. There's people out there dying and going to hell you because know, because we're not willing mm-hmm. to share. Yeah. And start, you know, start to ask, you know, what, what can I do in my church? What can I do to help spread the, the kingdom or, or any of those things? Um, you know, don't be afraid to, to move and go where, where God leads you. Um, because that's, li- that's literally the best place that you could possibly be yeah. is just saying, God, where do you want me to go? Mm-hmm. Where do you, where, what, what needs to be done? What, what needs to be done that, that you might be glorified and, and souls might be saved? Um, so our weekly verse this week uh, is, The Lord has established his throne in heaven and his kingdom rules over all. That's right. Um, yeah, amen to that. So this is a podcast brought to you by New Life Ministries. Uh, if you'd like to give, you can give at newlifeministries-indiana.com. And that concludes our episode for this week. Hopefully it's been a blessing to you and the things that we've discussed. Hopefully you didn't take it uh, too hard, or or hopefully you did. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, um, again, thanks, Phil, for, for being on in future podcasts. It would be Absolutely. a great blessing to to this podcast, and we get to dive deeper into a few things. And, you know, the podcast might change a little bit um, which is great so if you'd like to leave a comment or a request for an episode you can email us at kingdomfaith2001 at gmail.com and as always thank you for listening to kingdom faith